0: On this week's episode of the Racing Junkies podcast, we discuss Atlanta Motor Speedway has a controversial beginning, Charles LeGoat wins (laughs) at Bahrain, and IndyCar has an exciting finish. Let's get into it.
1: busty's ass. I don't know why I said
0: I don't know why in the podcast notes I put Charles LeGoat but I'm proud I did. Yeah, I can tell it well, the you fact off that you forgot about it. That's that's the part that's the best. Every yeah. single race winner this year I'm going to put goat in their name somewhere like for F1. So if it's like Charles LeGoat it's going to be Charles LeGoat in the notes. If it's like Max Verstappen Oh my
2: god, goat Tifey has to happen.
0: I like if Goat Tifi wins a race, we will literally. I will put up a shrine in my bedroom of Nicholas Latifi stuff.
1: I will. Oh, I actually hey, got to come up with something that I would do. remember the orange from last week. Don't don't say anything <laughs> you aren't gonna do. Hey, I actually did the orange, so I don't oh, yeah. the whole thing. No, I know, but I'm just I'm just saying, like it could happen again. Do you really want a Goat Tifi shrine in your room? A little yes. bit. Yeah. Who doesn't? I
2: would. I would. I keep it in my closet so that I can like show everyone, and be like, check this out, boom, and then yeah. just scare everyone.
0: I keep a life-sized mannequin of uh, Nicholas Latifi in my closet. That's how you want to open up to your girlfriend.
2: Oh god, yeah, yeah. Yep. You get a cardboard cutout, everything, and the poster mm-hmm. like by your bed so you can like
0: see him when you wake up. <laughs> Seems like more of a obsession than an actual like fandom. That's so what Nicholas, that's what
2: fandoms are. They just turn into obsessions.
0: Nicholas Latifi TV might have to look at like a, uh, a restraining order over here. Yeah, I'm just saying.
2: That's how it feels to be Lando.
0: Oh man, I would hate to be Lando Norris in some ways. Oh,
2: me too. The amount of like just weird things he gets. Speaking of which, did you hear? Like,
0: I saw someone on Twitter, and I don't know if this was real or not. I hope it's not real. Someone said, "No wonder he did so bad. It was that girlfriend distracting him." And I just, I was oh like, "What God. the hell? <laughs> some oh people need help they really do yeah so yep let's get into it uh, we'll start off with NASCAR I don't think there's going to be much NASCAR today because I'm going to be honest I made it to the barely the, I didn't I didn't even make it to the end of stage one and I already turned it off wow I don't know Damn. it's it, some people will enjoy this style of racing but I live by the Kyle Busch quote of if you don't enjoy this type of racing just don't watch so I didn't enjoy it so I'm not going to watch do you know what I mean okay.
1: There you go. Like yep. Easy as that.
0: After watching F1 and the masterpiece that it was like in the morning and then watching IndyCar in the afternoon and being very impressed with it and then like I like I really enjoyed it. That the broadcast was great, the race was great. And then we got to NASCAR. And that's when I decided that studying was actually more entertaining than watching NASCAR. Well. Oof that's good so we're at that
1: point in the season already are we like i I said yeah we made it six races guys of
0: good racing we had a good run to the sixth race we we had a good run because next week is a road course so yeah oh actually the road course i can deal with because these cars are made for road courses this i I feel like road courses will take a step forward this year i'm mildly optimistic for road courses that's a mildly until next week Yeah, until next week I get on and I'm like, I'm never watching another freaking NASCAR event on a road course ever. Hour and a half
1: long rant about NASCAR. Yep, and then comes the rants and the playoff system and Chase Elliott. And then all of a sudden we're back a year ago and it's the exact same thing.
0: I'm not going to lie. At one point during this race, like, or this last weekend when I turned it off and I was just contemplating, like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I watching this racing when I don't like it at times? I did think to myself we should just make this a Formula One podcast. Just only Formula One and IndyCar. I was highly considering just cutting out the NASCAR and being okay with it. Because I was just that annoyed with it. Wow, jeez. Yeah, that's a bad that level. doesn't that's after one race. Okay?
1: <laughs> Listen, NASCAR. You're about to lose one of your top promoting podcasts, so step it up. I don't, this I don't medium know Medium is <laughs> is the best.
0: <laughs> The pro- it's so polarizing, this whole um, Atlanta Motor Speedway. Because I don't... Mm. When I look at the grand scheme of things, I look at the schedule, and we now have a six of the races are on these super speedway tracks. And I don't care if people are going to say, oh, it's a mile and a half, it's not super... No, this is a super speedway. These cars are piled up, and the only thing that you guys are looking for as NASCAR is for wrecks. That's the only thing you're looking for, and I can guarantee it's that that's it. And mm-hmm. people, like saying you know oh this is a good race no this isn't racing okay this is driving around in a pack of cars waiting for someone to spin out and crash a bunch of people and you just hope you cross the line first at the end of 325 laps that's what this is this isn't racing okay like i just i'm so over this idea that nascar's an entertainment no 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 nascar the, the problem is is and it comes straight down to this quote by Marcus Smith. He made this quote after Atlanta. He said, we're proud with the entertainment value that this provided. That one word, there's two words right there. Entertainment value or is exactly what's wrong with this whole new NASCAR. Is entertainment. No, no, no. NASCAR is for racing. And racing in itself is is supposed to be the entertainment. Not entertainment provided by racing. Do you know what I mean? There's a difference. That's it's exactly, not supposed yeah. to be. It's not supposed to be an... Like, you're not supposed to just put on something for it to be entertaining. You're supposed to watch racing with the byproduct being entertainment. Some yeah. racing is be boring. The priority shouldn't
1: be to entertain the viewers. It should be to make good racing and then see, okay, now what can we do to make this better after dealing with the racing itself? exactly well yeah
2: if i want to watch a basketball game i want to watch the top guys in the country like play basketball and you know that's entertaining sometimes it is sometimes it's not it's the same thing with motor racing except it's a lot easier to like manipulate motor racing become more entertaining and that's when the whole business aspect gets into it which is like horrible but
0: yeah monster trucks that's (laughs) entertaining wwe that's entertainment exactly racing is if you want nascar to be seen as a legitimate sport knock it off with the stupid fake ass gimmicks get rid of the stage racing get rid of the damn playoffs okay and get rid (laughs) of just changing these these tracks into shitty mile and a half super speedways so you can wreck more race cars it's like a demolition derby yeah, if, I, if you want to be entertained and you want to watch cars hit each other, go watch a demolition derby, okay? Mm-hmm. There's lots of them out there, okay? So, get like, I understand you're bringing the next-gen car, it's harder to drive, that's great, that's good, that's good for racing. We've seen that in the past five weeks. But then you take a racetrack that I understand is going through a repave, and I understand that the racing might not be to the top quality that you want it to be, but just... You have so many other tracks at your disposal, SMI, which is like the company that Marcus Smith works for, that that you can probably go to one of those other racetracks one more time a year and just go to Atlanta once a year. And you will fill the stands that one time a year and you'll be happy. It doesn't matter how shitty the racing is in a way. Stop going there twice a year. Give it five years. The track will wear in. It'll be good to go. Okay? Stop with these... We're gonna raise the banking to this because we want more wrecks. No, that's not what this is about Okay, this is about racing and just keep it to racing This isn't about going and smashing who can smash the most cars because the whole broadcast they were like Oh, this is so entertaining There's been more lead changes today than any other time in Atlanta Motor Speedway It's like well no shit, you know why because you got cars on top of each other Pushing each other in front of the one and the two like you got two lanes and you can't move and the guy in the front is gonna pass the other guy like The guy on the outside is going to pass the guy on the inside at least two times a lap. That's a lead change, okay? So, no shit you're going to have more lead changes. And no shit you're going to have more crashes and more cautions because that's exactly what you wanted. So, stop hyping it up. Like, shut up, okay? Mm. Holy crap, okay. I need to get off of this. I'm going to pop a blood (laughs) vessel. That's a nine-minute rant about it. So, how's your relaxation
1: going before the end of college? Oh, man. I need another beer. <laughs> Let's practice deep breathing techniques and muscle <laughs> relaxation.
0: I need one of those before I go to bed, okay? Like, <laughs> holy crap. I don't know. So, well, it's um, just you know. its just frustrating because of, like, I don't know. You, you guys heard it last week how much of an excitement. Like, I love Atlanta as a racetrack, and they just ruined it. Like, I don't care what anyone says. They ruined it. And that's my opinion. And if you like the racing that they put out, great. You watch it. But I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to stick to my words and I'm like in the past I've said if you don't like it don't watch if you don't like this kind of racing don't watch and you know what I did I didn't like the racing so I shut it off and I didn't watch mm-hmm. so I yep. stuck to my words and I'm allowed to commentate on it there you go okay. and that's just me defending myself from the inevitable person to be like oh well like you're such a bad person because you don't like this like blah blah blah. shut up bro okay like, I'm gonna this is my opinion I'm allowed to have my opinion you can disagree with me all you want but that doesn't mean I have to listen to you anyway
1: yeah mic drop
0: yeah I don't know. There you go. Um, so I, don't know.
1: I don't know if this is the time to to go to this, but in terms of picks, I did
0: awful <laughs> 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 uh, literally let's see f- second think, last. <laughs> yeah, I think actually. Like I, I know I think it was Calvin a throwaway, won. but oh my god. Did I win? Calvin's Calvin's guy got a top five. <clears throat> actually? Hey, uh, wait, what? On a yeah. throwaway? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he got Corey LaJoy. And not only that, but it was his first career top five. So, like, props to Corey LaJoy.
1: Props to Calvin's lucky ass. That's true. I want whatever he (laughs) has, man. Luck? Nah, it's skill. Nah, bro. I just, like, I can tell. You had friggin' Gilliland last week or the week before. That's (laughs) irrelevant.
2: almost got first. It's calculated. It's calculated.
0: (laughs) My God. Alright, but... Just some quick notes on the race itself. Um, Like I said, I didn't watch much of it. All I saw was a couple highlights where it was a crash fest, and I was like, cool, that's what they wanted. Um, But I did watch the last three laps. I will admit, I turned it on for the last 20 laps just to see who would win so I could see the end of it and maybe have a second opinion a couple hours later. I was still pissed off at it, but I watched it. Um, And William Byron won, so great for him. He did a great job of holding the lead, and that's all he had to do. And it was good uh, restrictor plate racing by william byron so good for him and bubba i am now officially ready to say i know he did it he finished like eighth but that doesn't translate to the way he did with the restrictor plates i'm ready to say he's like top five for restrictor plates wow i'm ready to say wow. that because last week i said i need he needs to have another good run and this week he was just up there the whole race yeah and very very good and got say. yeah but he got he yeah. got wrecked on the last lap. Um in like second place coming to the line and had a really hard hit so good to see not only that he walked away and there was a couple of big hard hits from what I saw like Cody Ware smacked the inside wall um, really really hard which is exactly what I said would probably happen and I'm just glad that they got out and walked away this time because you never know about next time I'm sorry I'm such a Debbie Downer on this let's just um, make our picture code and move on I'm over NASCAR for this week <laughs> um, um,
1: well uh, I, I go I'll first eh? yeah, yeah
0: it's a road course Kyle it's
1: road course, which means typically the good people, like yeah, you, like the yeah, the, good
0: people do good on these courses. Typically, yeah, but uh, there's definitely some special ones that are really, really good at road courses. Uh, uh, you you want to fill me in on a couple of those? Uh, well, <laughs> Chase Elliott has only won like Chase Elliott hasn't won an oval in the last two years, only on road courses, so he's definitely like road course king, I would say. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. is very good on them. Denny Hamlin's very good on them. Chase Briscoe's very good on them. Austin Cindrick is stupid good on them. AJ is quite good on them. Uh yeah. You know what? No, honestly. For, I know he's going for. Who? Who? You Yes. I'm typing who I'm it in going right for. Just the way you said honestly. You're going for Austin Cindrick. false. Oh, I I'm think going. I know he's going
2: for. I think I know he's going for For
0: okay, the, the big. For? I
1: hate it. Chase Elliott. I hate it, yep. I hate you. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, listen. I I I'm gonna pick when I'm when I get the feeling is right. I will pick Cindric, and it will be a glorious day, and he'll okay, win the
0: race. But that's not. That's uh, not I pick Don't I? Yeah. You pick? Oh, you do. Shoot, yeah, I got to pick. Left. Uh, who's actually not like? I I, I want to find an underrated guy on road courses. I don't want to take those guys are good on ovals. Who's an underrated guy on a road course? I'm trying to think right now. Chase Briscoe. Bubba sucks at road courses. I don't want to take Chase Briscoe because he's on a hot streak. Like, I know he's on a hot streak, but I feel like Chase Elliott's going to win this race. I'm going to be honest because just the way that this season's lining up, Hendricks got the strongest card, as you can already tell, and Chase Elliott's the only one that hasn't gotten a win yet, so you know that he's next, either him or Kyle Larson, because Kyle is also very good on road courses. But if yeah. I, I wasted, know. I wasted my Kyle Larson pick. Yeah, you did. That's uh, unfortunate. Zero points. Oh, man. I am completely blanking on who's actually taking the courses. No. I don't want to take Joey right now. <laughs> you, you know what? I will take Briscoe. Wow. Oh. I'll uh, take him. All right. This is the perfect week for the ultimate
1: combination of Bryce hatred. He hates road courses. He hates Chase. Okay, let's straight the straight and, and he loves Briscoe. So if it's a crappy race but Chase Elliott wins and Briscoe does bad, that is just the ultimate L for Bryce.
0: You know what? There is <laughs> I do give road course a bad name and I will say I do like the occasional road course. Okay. Let's get this straight. Okay, I just okay. don't like having seven road courses on the damn schedule and have and I think the stage cautions you can have stages just don't have stage cautions on a road course. That's There's the fair, two things. Seven this fair. season, six or seven. It's the same as last year. Like I Wait, told I thought you, last year was five. No, it was seven. Oh my god! That's why you think I hated them. <laughs> okay, I forgot. I forgot Let me just minute. rant real quick. A oh, sixth no. of the damn schedule <laughs> is Super Speedways, which is just fluke winners, and another like sixth of the schedule okay which makes out a third of the schedule is road courses plus you got the bullshit race at bristol dirt okay that leaves like half of the damn schedule is bullshit yeah. races in my opinion that's why i'm so annoyed okay calvin go ahead
2: uh
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. oh we're all going big this week Holy. yeah go
2: big or go home i threw well, away too many times i
1: Threw away too many times and still is destroying <laughs> me and Bryce.
2: I might be losing F1 Fantasy, but I'm winning our little picks for NASCAR.
0: All right. <laughs> Don't get me started on F1 Fantasy. That might be the fastest NASCAR segment ever, but it's okay, because I just yeah. I can't do it. Uh, F1.
2: Formula. Uh. No,
0: we're not doing it. are doing No. We oh, discussed this, this last This is the last end week. of an era. This oh, is well. the end they'll, of an era. They'll,
1: they'll hear it in, in our intro. All right, so, let's get into it. Formula. Eh. Uh,
0: formula. Eh. Uh, formula. Eh.
1: Uh. I'm hanging here like a cow.
0: Yeah, I read something in the comments in the TikTok section.
1: James, it's all fuck you. Either way, they were screwed, but wouldn't you rather be screwed with fresh tires? No,
0: Mikey. No, no, Mike,
1: It was so not right. It you know what would have been better? He was shirtless.
0: Max Verstappen, you are the world champion. The world.
1: Yeah, man, what a race,
0: Kyle! I don't think you left room for Calvin at
1: I'm to. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to, to get like honest, a perfect spot. I didn't spot. know that he was gonna say, "Let's get into it." So, listen, it's fine. <laughs> and, and Calvin, there's there's a thing called the power of editing, and we're gonna that I have to do. To, yeah, we're gonna need you to step it up this week. Okay, I was doing really good. About it. <laughs> no 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 you're doing great but i'm making your life more difficult i can cut you out don't worry
0: great awesome
1: (laughs) that's what you get oh man
0: (laughs) this is a huge huge week in f1 all right so
2: how should we start with this um rest in peace to the mercedes power unit yeah let's just start with that i guess okay um wow wow i can't really say much else but wow
0: Honestly, this yep. ma- this kind of scares me because I feel like it's easier to fix a power unit because I don't think that those are necessarily locked yet. I think <laughs> that those, I think a portion of them are locked, but there is a portion that's not locked yet um, until twenty twenty five, and that's an easier fix than an arrow fix. I feel like because you only have a limited amount of wind tunnel time, you can play with your power unit all you want. True. So I feel like if Mercedes fixes this power unit. I feel like they have the arrow to fit like, to compete, because they're in the top six, clearly. And they clearly have a shitty power unit. Let's be real here, because the rest of them were all just in the dumpster. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So bad. Um. Yeah. Like Williams, Aston Martin, McLaren, all Don't, just had awful, awful weekends. I
2: had to cry myself to sleep a little bit. <laughs> I th- like it I was. Think
1: there's one person, one team though, that had a worse weekend than any of them.
2: Uh, uh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> i was so happy to see like who was doing well but at the same time like i was dying inside
1: because my my, yeah. my boys y- your boys in orange my yeah, boy's you had to look fan. down <laughs>
0: down the tracker to find your boys uh, that's, I, a, that's a that's it that's honestly the worst feeling okay It is like when you turn on a race let's say you only get home like halfway through right Mm -hmm. and you're like okay where's my favorite driver and you're looking and you're looking and you're just like oh they're not talking about it and you look at the track and you're like wait where is he and you're like wait wait where is where is he and then (laughs) you get to like 31st like in NASCAR you're like oh oh
2: for me it was in qualifying like in it was in Q2 I think and um like I was waiting for Lando's lap and I'm like okay here we go and as soon as you like get a little bit closer, you can kind of start to tell, like, if it's going to be good or not, and then I'm like, oh, no, this doesn't look great, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no, he's going to get kicked out Kicked out. Q2, oh, no, because Danny Rick being low is, like, not uncommon, but it's still not good, and especially, mm-hmm. like, he was doing closer to Lando at the end of last season,
1: but... Mm-hmm. Like, Especially when he had COVID too and didn't really have much practice time. True,
2: that is also true. Exactly. So I was that's like, why I, I saw it. Yeah, I wasn't too, too surprised with that. But then when Lando like, I was like, man, that is
0: rough. Yeah. yeah I don't know. So I, I was there. The I was, new Haas. Uh, don't
2: even <laughs> don't even start. I don't think my... there's
0: a new Haas. Okay, I think McLaren is better than Aston Martin and Williams, but I don't. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's not saying much. I'd say yeah. something well, honestly. The
1: bit. I underrated L though is Aston Martin, because yeah. like like Williams, it's an L, sure, but they also like nobody really had that big of expectations for them, mm-hmm. right? And well, honestly, same with Haas, nobody had expectations for them. So big dubs for Haas, mm-hmm. what a weekend! But for Aston Martin, they
0: were not expected to be like that low I think that like the success of Haas and the success of Al Romeo just comes from the power unit man I'm telling you this Ferrari is hooked up in the power unit terms but like, don't sleep on my boy Magnuson Magnuson <laughs> no
1: it's Magnuson <laughs> uh, I think I, I prefer K-Mag
0: I prefer Gunter's little slutty little boy I prefer Magnusi I heard... Don't fuck smash my door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll call. Uh, man. Man. No, but seriously, for real, the Mercedes power unit is definitely, like, just not there mm-hmm. at all. And <clears throat> I, I just find it so funny because the whole off-season, you think back and they're like, oh, we think Ferrari figured out how to get the horsepower back. And it's pretty clear they did. But then you heard Ferrari come out and say, we think that Mercedes got theirs back, too. And Toto's like, we think we got it back, too, with Pet- Petronas or Petronas or whatever, yeah. their sponsor, yep. with their additive. And then it's fairly clear that maybe maybe Mercedes as a whole did, like Mercedes Mercedes team, not Mercedes power unit. Maybe Petronas is only for Mercedes, like, F1 team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so they were able to get it back, and the other teams weren't that own a Mercedes engine. But like at the same time, you obviously want teams with a Mercedes engine to do well because that's how you pay your pay some of your bills. Mm-hmm. Is those teams buying the engines from you? Who's to say that they don't jump over to like, like who's to say that like a Williams doesn't or well, an McLaren. Aston Martin? Well, yeah, McLaren would be the most likely. Actually, I was just thinking like because they just I, I switched thought, from well, Renault
2: like last uh, for twenty twenty one. They were Mercedes, right? They just switched into that.
0: Yeah, well, I, I was just thinking, for some reason, I said uh, Williams, but then I thought, no, they're like the, basically the Academy for Mercedes, and then yeah. I thought, well, maybe Aston Martin. I was like, wait, no, Lawrence and Toto are buddy buddies, so that's not going to switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I was like, well, then McLaren's the most likely to jump ship and go to, like, I don't think they go to Ferrari, because I feel like Ferrari's their biggest competitor, but I wouldn't be shocked if they went back to Renault, if Renault has a really good engine, or at least a decent engine.
2: Well, Alpine definitely yeah. seems to be doing not horrible.
0: They're like middle of the road. I feel yeah. like Alpine is going to be that team that's like sixth in the constructors, like fifth or sixth.
2: Very solid midfield, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, like, honestly, it's kind of weird
1: because I feel like Mercedes doesn't have a rival. Like I feel like it's it's Red it's Bull Haas. versus Ferrari right now. <laughs> but the thing is, is I like sure, like Haas did well, but I don't think that's necessarily gonna stick. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna keep doing well, but I think there's gonna be a gap in between Ferrari and Red Bull to Mercedes and then another gap from Mercedes down to anybody else. And I I think I think Haas and Alpine are kinda
0: gonna be rivals. You know? I honestly think from the reports that I've seen coming out this week, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw again this is one race. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not saying this is gonna happen if we see Ferrari run away with it and we see a Red Bull Mercedes for P2. Yeah, you,
1: like, might, you mm. might be
0: right. You might be right. I wouldn't be surprised because Mercedes says they know their problem. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Mercedes is able to figure that problem out with the next five races, show up, and then they're Red Bull's rival. Yeah. I can see that. And then I think that Merce- like Ferrari's claiming they had their engines turned down for this race. So if they did, then that means that we could see Ferrari like run away with it, honestly. Yeah. I uh, don't know I, I wouldn't sleep on Red Bull too hard I'm not sleeping on them at all like they definitely had a bad race just because of one issue that they seemed to like Helmut Marko has said that he figured it out that it was a vacuum in the fuel injection
2: mm-hmm. that
0: mm-hmm. was causing them to not be able to get fuel into the car obviously but you know what I mean yeah yep. um, they said that they didn't run out of fuel but what happened was that it created a vacuum when it got to such a low level that they weren't able to draw fuel into the chamber yeah by the sounds of what I heard
2: that makes sense um and i would like to mention just one another thing about haas just sucking them off a little bit more um, <laughs> um after losing their primary sponsor they still did this well
0: like yeah but they already that, got the money from the primary sponsor the I, car's I, already I, built
2: i know but still like if okay, they can like, I mean, it, it's all it's all determined about how they're going to continue to do this right but
0: for the next weeks, can we get like a live camera on nikita mazapin <laughs> like I would lo- love to see a live camera on him as like K. Meg goes top ten, like consistently. <laughs> man, I was losing my shit during qualifying
1: when I saw a Haas in Q three. A Haas and an Alfa Romeo in Q three.
0: Oh, I'm just man. saying. I kind of told you guys that like Haas would be strong. I I was on that wagon before it even left the station. I'm gonna. I'll be honest. Okay, I told you guys during when testing did, that they were going to be strong I testing? did yeah because when they when they went like P2 and P1 in the testing when they had the track to themselves it's like don't sleep on them they're going to be solid they're going to be solid like top five <laughs> like they're going to take a step up this year and I think like Kai was like no nah, they're still in the back or he said like they're not they're necessarily going to be in the back but they're not going to be that far up I feel like I might have said that (laughs) you might have said that like I'm not
1: I'm not going to pretend that I was on the train of of saying that they're going to do good because I didn't think that they were going to do good but I am super pumped that they are doing good
0: I didn't think it was going to be this good I'll be honest with that I didn't think it was gonna be this good but I did think they were gonna take a step up that's what I'm saying
2: I didn't want to get myself like when I saw Kevin Magnuson like I think for day one testing at Bahrain he was like fastest time or something like his first yeah, time right the around player. there, yeah. So after I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god, no way!" But I didn't, I didn't like express it because I didn't want to hype myself up. I didn't want to say that I fully like believed in it, like you know Bryce did. But I also didn't want to like work myself be like they're gonna be on top, and then they're a bit same where they are. But. I wasn't yeah,
0: expecting yeah. like I don't. I wasn't expecting by any means for them to be like top four in the constructors oh, no. at all. I thought they were gonna be a solid midfield team, like fifth, sixth at least. Oh yeah, easily. So, honestly, now, like, I know it's only one race, so it's still way, way, way too early to be saying anything. <clears throat> but I do think that the, the top three teams, we know who they are, I feel like. But oh, then, yeah. I feel like fourth through, like, sixth is such a shit show.
2: It is. It all got screwed yeah. up. And... Or
0: fourth through seventh. I feel yeah. like it's, honestly, I feel like it's, like, a Haas, Alfa Romeo, Alpine, AlphaTauri just mm. dogfight like yeah. i feel like it's those four just dog and then the other three like unless mercedes gives them something it's going to be imagine like mercedes gives them something halfway through the year like they find something in that power unit mm-hmm. it's just going to turn this upside down it's like who's the best then and who's not in the midfield yeah
2: it's actually really exciting times
0: cuz that would bring them all back level in the playing field do you know what i mean yeah all
1: right he- hear me out hear me out way too early prediction see this jump in haas's standings that's going to entice the investors, right? And then, all of a sudden, two years down the road, Haas wins Constructors' Championship. That's, that's what I foresee in the future. I'm predicting it right now.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> so when... when it
1: happens, I can be, boys. see, I told you this what happened.
2: Well, like, I feel like, just a hunch, right? I feel like Ferrari having the same power unit and having more funding would be, you know, negotiably better.
0: we got to think about the price cap, though. Uh, Oh. And we also have to think about the fact that next year everyone's going to see what Ferrari's done with their aero, and they're going to see what really works. And if Ferrari does win the championship this year, they're going to have the least amount of wind tunnel time next year. So, like, a team like Haas, who's in, you know, fourth or fifth, they're going to have a medium amount of time. They're going to be able to like maybe, if they do it right, if they get lucky, I guess I could say, or something, and with the budget cap, they could actually probably figure something out more than Ferrari does.
2: Well, when was, okay, this might be a stupid question, but I I just can't remember. When was the last time a team that, like, you know, there's like a top team for each um, engine manufacturer. So Mm -hmm. when was the last time a non-top team for that engine like a second or third team of that manu- engine manufacturer, like one constructors.
0: I mean, I'd have to argue, like, probably a Red Bull with a Renault engine.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, that would do. I feel like they had a Renault engine when they went on that run, but I, Renault wasn't technically in the sport at that time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it like, weren't they technically like um, Lotus? <clears throat> I
2: think so. And then you could also say like Braun, but
0: that's yeah. that's like an outlier. But Braun was using a, Toy- a Toyota or a Honda engine, weren't they or something? Um, I feel like they were a Honda. Could have been.
2: But I they, don't know like, what Who they was were. Honda with at the
0: time? McLaren? No. Because Mercedes wasn't even in the sport at that time. No. Like Mercedes engines were, but Mercedes themselves wasn't. And the Mercedes bought Braun GP. Yeah, I remember that. This is a Google question. This is a Google hey, question. Braun G P S. We could we'll
2: do uh, research with this later too. Honda,
0: like, man. Honda, wow. I am so good at the <laughs> Look at you, Bryce. You're just. You know oh wait, that might have just said Mercedes engine at the end. <laughs>
2: well, I knew. Yeah, I knew uh, yeah. they took over Braun though.
0: They were okay braun gp formula one team then the trading name of braun gp limited was a formula one world championship winning motor racing team and constructor created by a management buyout of honda at racing f1 team okay mercedes engine my mistake oh uh, so, but mercedes technically wasn't in the sport then so you could ar- but mclaren mercedes at the time so yeah i guess braun gp would be it you could argue that one you could argue <coughs> red bull with a Renault engine
1: yep
2: so that that, that sebastian vettel stint was with a Renault engine
0: I feel like it was. I know they had Infinity on the side of the car, but I don't oh, think Infinity true. was ever in the sport. Yeah, they did have... Like, I feel like...
2: What? Oh, God, I can't remember.
1: I, I don't
0: know. Well,
1: speaking of all those different teams, how about F1 saying that
0: they're they're good with only 10? That's actually... That's such bullshit. Oh, my God. Man. I don't know where to start with this one because there's reports that the president, like, has said, oh, there's, like, four or five teams that have put bids in, just Andretti's the most vocal about being rejected. Yeah. So, yeah. you're telling me you're turning down teams right now to join Formula One? Why? You know what I mean? Like, we literally have drivers. Money. That's money, right? Yeah. Because you get new sponsors, you get new investors, you get new people into the sport, you get, like... New continents literally into the sport with North America, right? Yeah, and not only that, but there are so many potential drivers that could be in the sport right now that aren't Oscar Piastri doesn't have a seat right now. The guy that went from won a Formula Three championship, won a Formula Two championship in the same fashion that George Russell and Charles Leclerc did, and is does not have a seat right now. Because there's just not enough teams. This is the yeah. problem we're having: is that we don't have enough seats in the sport.
1: And and the thing like, like I get the thought of. You don't want too many cars on the track, right? They You have twenty four. I don't see a problem. But, with it. well, yeah, it. but that's but that's what I'm saying is you can at least have twelve teams, easy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's four more seats. That's a uh, Nico Hulkenberg. I'm just throwing up names like Nico Hulkenberg, <laughs> Oscar Piastri. Um, you could throw a Robert Schwartzman in there if you want. You could throw a Colton Herta, a Pato yeah, Award. Pat, yeah,
1: I was gonna say Pato Award.
0: Those are two right there real quick. Um Kyle Kirkwood's potential soon. He's fairly good coming up through IndyCar. And he's an American driver. You know what I mean? Like there's it's, six yeah. that I just threw out that would be ready within a couple years. Um, in F2, you got Teo Porcher coming through. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there's a lot of there's talent out there that Dennis Hauger, he's coming through. There's yeah. a lot of talent that's could be Yuri Vips. He had a really good weekend in F two this weekend. He's solid. Liam Lawson, Antonio Giovinov. Man, I'm throwing up so many names right now that could be in Formula One, but aren't like I know that not all those guys would be in right now. But we'd at least have, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. four more at least names having in the four sport. more. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's yeah, why I have so a that... problem with it. That's just like saying that's like saying that right now F one is you could argue is on their biggest boom, ever. You could argue that, like. You have new fans showing up all around the world. You have Netflix doing a full-on series for you that's bringing in millions of viewers, right? Yep. You have new eyes on the sport, and now's your time to expand to, you know, more teams, bring more teams in, because it's not like you haven't had teams just drop in the past before either. So you piss off these teams, say they can't come in. They just don't want to come in anymore. And then when you have a team randomly drop out, you're like, oh, no, we're down to nine teams. whoop dee doo da. there's no one to take it over. You know what I mean?
2: Yep they kind of shot themselves so, in the
0: foot it's just yeah it's like I don't know man it's just shooting themselves in the foot literally bring the new teams in why won't you they'll make yeah. their profits I guarantee it
1: Yeah. and honestly I think 10 teams is is a minimum Yeah. in, in I mean, my opinion I think t- anything less than 10 teams is, is not enough so by adding <clears throat> one or two more teams that is like a buffer
0: zone if a team has to drop out Exactly. Like you said. Bring in the twelve teams. In worst case, you're out with eleven because one drops. So what? Bring in another. Like there's. You just said there's five investors. Put your money where your mouth is. Bring two of them in. There exactly. you go. Exactly. All right. It's, just, it's stupid. Um, and then, not only that. Oh, sorry. No. Sorry. Go ahead. But we're gonna transition, into the 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 other talks of the day with the thirty races in a season. That they're talking about. That's what the president of F1 said. Was that, like, in the future they could see up to thirty races in a season. Okay. That I do get pretty excited by that. I don't like that. What? That's too many. That's too many, man. You got to think about these guys. You got to think about the wear and tear that this puts on these guys. These are this is a world championship. This isn't this isn't just driving around like the United Continental United States. This is flying country to country with these guys showing up at a racetrack on a Monday, right? And these guys go home on like Saturday that are setting up, or Friday or Sunday. They might not get arrested at all, and they're back at the next racetrack that Monday. It's just too yeah. much, especially with a twelve-week off season. So you're saying that forty-two weeks of the year, you're are already accounted for. That gives you what ten off weeks in the season. That's just not enough. That's my opinion. Yeah. I ju- I think I think it's too much. I think the twi- I think they're in a good number right now. 22, 23, That's perfect for F one. I don't know. You need
1: a, you need a little flexibility, like potentially adding a Las Vegas race. That that's like I don't know. You need, you need to be able to. Oh, this big city wants to add a race. That would be super good exposure. It's like adding new teams. You exactly. gotta have some flexibility in there. Like sure, right. maybe maybe thinking, thirty races is too much. Isn't isn't a far stretch because maybe it is, but. I don't know. You you need you need to have some flexibility. And then yeah. and like you like you losing Russia as a track. You don't know what's going to happen in the world politically or financially or anything like that. So, you give yourself a buffer room in case you need to lose a lose country
0: or lose a track. Yeah, but I think that the problem. I, I personally think that Las Vegas that's great. You want to put 3 in the United States, that's great. You're trying to build your market in the United States, that's great. But then you got to uh like to tie this in you got an american investor that wants to join the sport and you're saying no yep that's just conflicting messages Mm -hmm. i mean i get that gene hoss is already american but marco andretti is such a or mario andretti or whatever which andretti whatever one it is like that's such a bigger name than hoss no offense to hoss but it's a bigger name
2: it is it's more like widely known i'd say
0: exactly and you know what? If you want to put uh, this would put five races in the in North America. That's a good number to me. Five in North America, great.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd like to see one in like northern United States personally, but I'll, I'll take one where I can get one. There I mean, go. I was bringing it up earlier, but I think a Vancouver
1: Grand Prix Grand Prix would be pretty cool. One on the one on the Pacific Coast. Now I. I made the stupid mistake of saying that maybe they could use the Formula E track so maybe they shouldn't do that I, I was already lectured on Bryce about this <laughs> but but I think it would be really cool to bring something to the west coast and I don't know It just it's a, a second Canadian track which that wouldn't hurt and
0: it just brings more exposure mm-hmm. I think you gotta look at it too that that F1's still playing to the fan base that's within... Ah, never mind. They're doing Las Vegas. doesn't make any sense. Ignore what I just said. I wasn't thinking. I know what you mean, but
2: yeah. Um, Yeah. So just a few things. Oh, actually, now that we're on the track subject, I saw a thing online. It was a post, um, and I wanted to get everyone's opinion on it. So if you could choose five mandatory tracks that you had to choose in a given season, like tracks that got to be on the schedule for F1, which ones mm-hmm. would you choose? Okay, um, I think, I, think awesome. I know number one. I'll, I'll kick mine off. Yeah. Um, so as much as I don't like this track, I feel like you can't really have a season without it. Um, and that's going to be Monaco.
0: Oh yeah, even, Monaco's number one, 100%. Even
2: though, yeah. Uh, even though I think it was a 2020 they didn't have Monaco.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it was that year.
2: Yeah, so, but it's like... It's not great racing, it's just, it's tight, it's just road course, whatever, but it's iconic. You kind of have to have it.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree.
2: Number two for me is Spa.
0: That's what my number two is yeah. going to be, too. That's the first one that popped in my mind. I was like, <laughs> yeah, And me, there's me rumors... That's my, that there's, was my number one. <laughs> there's rumors that Las Vegas is going to replace that, by the way. just Replace Spa. What? Yes, there's you, rumors. Can't,
2: you can't replace Spa.
0: I'm just throwing with the rumors. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, oh my god, I'm Jesus so pissed Christ, at you. Bryce, oh you
2: my, doing? Bryce this is your fault
0: okay uh, next
2: number three <laughs> I chose
1: Monza that's fair I feel like that's another iconic yeah. track um, I, I don't know I feel like I haven't been watching for too long but I feel like Abu Dhabi is
0: pretty, mm-hmm. pretty iconic I could do without at
1: least in the recent years well is it is it that you could do without like, it's only it iconic because tracks, tracks? it's the last oh, right. race of the year yeah But but for how long has it been the last race of the year
0: like seven, like 10 years. It's been a last race for a long time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's why I, I think you kind of got to keep it. No, I don't like it. It's it's not I don't like it. Like I like driving it on like F1. It's one of my favorite tracks to drive, I, honestly. I like tried the
2: revised version. The older version is like there's too many 90 degree like sharp cut corners.
0: I really like the old version. I'm not even going to lie. I don't
2: uh, know. But well, I don't okay, like
0: okay. I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of the racing it produces, honestly.
2: Yeah, I haven't done much Personally. racing. On it. I've done a little bit of like time trial and stuff, but I haven't done much racing.
0: On it. See, like um, to throw out my next one, like I oh. think this where we start to differ. Honestly. Well,
1: well, let's let's go with Calvin and then just continue okay. like how if we yeah that works. For, num- for number for yeah. number
2: four I said Silverstone.
1: I I was thinking about Silverstone, maybe not as high as far like I was me like thinking about putting
0: that as my fifth. But mm-hmm. see, Silverstone's iconic because British. Obviously, half the sport is British. Yeah, and it's got British bias. Yeah. So, honestly, I don't. Mm, that's like a borderline for me. Okay, next.
2: Yeah. Um, then, actually, I didn't get this too far to think. Um,
0: okay. Do you want me so to jump I, in with my two then?
2: Yes, I, I actually do.
0: Okay. Um, my next one would be probably Brazil.
2: Brazil, yeah, Interlagos. I really
0: like Brazil, and it it's puts about, us off the common. Europe continent.
1: Yep, Brazil is is a cool track. Maybe I could replace
0: Abu Dhabi with Brazil. Um. Honestly, Calvin, I'm not going to lie. I want one from each continent. I'm not even going to lie. Like, pretty well. Really? Like, oh, so no, I, was,
1: I was thinking Austin, to be honest. I, I, that, I think
0: Canada's a better track than Austin.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, really? Like, well, the listen, Montreal track? F- listen, I haven't actually seen the Montreal track, but I didn't want to pick it because... I'd. Like, I didn't know if we were going what I personally want as my five tracks that are mandatory, or if it's, like, what do I think as a sport they should keep.
0: But Mm -hmm. if it's my personal, I definitely think Canada should stay. Canada's, like, Canada's had some crazy races, just Montreal in general.
2: Yeah, it's true. Really?
0: Yeah. So, I would argue Montreal so i'd argue i'd argue why i toronto i'd argue canada brazil out of the three european ones mm-hmm. my heart like what i would want is spa just for the racing yeah but i think that we need like i feel like i just feel like monza is just huge it's just it's, insane
2: it's a huge name
0: either that or silverstone like between for me it's either Mon. it's either monza or silverstone not even oh. monaco
2: would you also well, throw australia in there
0: see that's my next one i was gonna yeah. throw australia Mm -hmm. And then I was probably going to throw, um, Suzuka.
2: Yeah, people were actually saying Suzuka when I was reading the comments of that. Like, that's a good one.
0: Well, I think, I feel like
1: Monza and Spa are, like, kind of interchangeable. Like, I feel like you you can almost sort of keep the vibe of one with the other one. So I feel like we only need one of those two. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. So even though, like, I, I like both Monza and Spa better than Silverstone, I feel like if I was making a mandatory five, I would pick Silverstone and one of those two. Yeah,
0: I can mm-hmm. see that. Right? Yeah. Fair enough. So, speaking of stuff like this... If you could have a weed circle with five people from Formula One, <laughs> you sent would me you that. Have it? I sent you both that. Martin Brundle, Ted Kravitz. Okay, uh, J- I, I throw Gunter. Jensen.
2: I throw Jensen Button in there.
0: I don't know if I throw Jensen in, but Jensen could be pretty entertaining. I feel like Gunter and Danny Rick. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I would go. I would go Ted Kravitz. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd go Gunter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, probably a Danny Rick. Not even gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, personally, I'd throw Pierre Gasly in, just yeah. so I could beat Pierre Gasly. Man, what about Zac Brown? And, and David Croft, okay? Not even Martin Brundle? No, I, I, like Martin Brundle, I feel like it'd be like, I just, I'd feel it awkward, it'd be like doing it with your grandfather. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's, that's how, how that I, I feel about it, sense. so I had to go with David Croft.
2: I feel like he'd annoy
0: <laughs> me a bit too much, but, hmm. I feel like he'd be really <laughs> mellow with it. He
1: Lighters out, and away we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, man.
0: Yeah. Even, I've never even done that, so I don't even know how I'd feel. <laughs> maybe, but... That'd be freaking yeah. hilarious, man. I could just imagine Ted Kravitz with his notebook or something. <laughs> on, like, all the ten... different types of weed or something. Oh, Ted would be so fun to have there. No, Ted would be amazing. He'd be sitting there like... Uh, so... Denny Rick, uh the, the sativa, how's it feeling for you?
2: <laughs> and then Danny Rick's like, Oh, you know what, mate? It's pretty good.
1: <laughs> Burn, burns the fingies. <laughs> burns the fingies. Stingy <laughs> mean, Roger Mode. I, I,
0: I could just see him sitting there smiling, looking at the sky. Like, you know how like you're kind of just looking up, but you're not actually looking, like, you're not like with your neck back, you're just kinda of your necks end like a forty-five type deal, and you're Yeah, you're kind of looking like not that. Skyward angle. You just see Daniel doing that with the, just smiling and just nodding.
2: <laughs> and if you guys too. can see
0: me right now, I'd be doing it. I'm doing it right he now. He would not stop smiling. That's for sure. Nah, mate. I'm actually stuck like this. I'm actually <laughs> quite <lucky>. sad.
2: <laughs> it's quite sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too fun to yeah. think about.
1: That's hilarious. Well, I've I've got a question for you boys. Okay. What? team other than red bull because red bulls was just a complete utter failure what team that had struggles this week is going to like be most improved for next week what's like what team's going to recover the most for next what week? what do you define as struggles well
2: just relative to the team or
1: yeah
0: like would you yeah, say yeah, Mercedes yeah relative struggled? sure yeah I, I would say Mercedes struggled. And then I'd say Mercedes because I feel like they have the best uh, potential for it up. Like Mercedes has seven straight constructors or eight straight constructors. Why would I not say Mercedes? I
2: was thinking the same or similar. Yeah.
0: Well, do you think that they're going to figure it out before,
1: like, Sunday? No. Because that's what I'm saying. I'm saying in this one week period, do you think anybody's going to be able to get a... Like, a bit of improvement, or if a lot of them will improve a little, who's going to improve the most? Only Red Bull, because they have the easiest thing to fix, because they already well, know no, it that is. But that's that's exactly why I said, other so than no, Bull, no because one. they just failed. It's too So early. you just think
0: everybody's just going to stay with their same struggles, no improvement at all. I think we're going to see improvements, but I don't think it's going to be because of the team putting in new parts of the car. I think it's because this track is going to suit different cars better than like the other ones.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Fair. It's going to fit their model better yeah speaking of the new cars I
2: th- can i just sorry to cut you off mm-hmm. go ahead the battle between verstappen and leclerc in the first few
0: laps oh. my god that was insane
2: I, I was on the edge of my seat i was like oh
0: my god the, the like, only issue i had was sky sports pumping in crowd noise were they really yeah i did i wasn't paying was attention same. to that Everyone was saying that whenever, like, Leclerc or Verstappen would come up the inside, you could hear, like, they would pump in a bit of crowd noise. That I
2: uh, doesn't surprise me. It's a I'm okay TV with
0: network. it, but at the same time, I'm like, man, really? It doesn't
2: ruin it, but it's also like, come on.
0: Like, but, we are, we knew, um, like, the Silverstone ones. we knew that they had, that had normal crowd noise, same with Abu Dhabi. But, like, this one, you could tell it was pumped in.
2: Yeah, but, like, at the end of it, you could tell that Max was definitely, like, he was desperate for that overtake and oh, yeah. i i saw it miles ahead the last overtake that he tried to do charles like braked early backed up and then took him on the inside so easily because and then he max even locked up on that last corner too well yeah. not straight away exactly. he never
0: went to eighth gear really he stayed in seventh gear all three of those attempts oh my! because God. he wanted max to pass him so he got drs down to turn four
2: like charles played that perfectly
0: Charles knew what he was doing. He knew that his strength was going into turn four because then he could back Max up through the rest of the sections.
2: Well, he knows that Max is that aggressive to actually go for all those gaps.
0: Yeah. And, and then burn but, himself out. But you know what? Max went for three gaps and not one collision.
2: That, there we go. Good
0: yeah. job, Max. True, no, but, true. No, but is this... Does this say that Leclerc is just is a smarter a racing Max? driver? No, no, no. no. <laughs> what I'm saying is this, this is the same old aggressive Max. This is the same moves he used last year. Yeah, he's true. always used. Why is it that he only makes contacts with Hamilton? Is it because Hamilton doesn't race Max as though he's like supposed to? I think maybe There's a way you have to race Max, but I think Lewis is too stuck at his ways to race Max differently than everyone else. Well, I feel like I feel like Lewis pretty much knows that Hamilton...
1: or Lewis knows that Max is gonna hit him and make contacts. So he's kinda like Lewis banks on that and it's like what oh my god like he hit me G- give him a penalty or whatever I, whereas Leclaire would rather just not have any of that but then be closer even though he's giving up the position at least it's not left up to chance that he's like taken out or something
2: I feel like I think, the more I think so, they just
0: race differently
2: it's it's just like Lewis had more to lose like he was fighting for h- maintaining his championship. And Charles was like, "I don't know. Maybe it's I. I. I, I can't know because I don't. I don't race." I think Charles
0: either. knew exactly what he was doing, and he knew where his advantage was. I think that Charles is yeah. just racing around Max for so long that he knows what to do. Remember, these yeah. guys would go back to karting, oh, like yeah. twelve years old, racing against each other. Well, because of that meme yeah. came back up. <laughs> yeah, it was I mean, just it's a, race, a, it's a racing quality incident. meme. <laughs> I had nothing, just an incident on the racetrack. Just, just an incident. He, he pushed me off. He I pushed, he pushed me. I push him back. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then I push him, and he pushed me off again, and I get a penalty. That's not fair, huh? That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair, huh? Uh, let's speak with Ch- Charles. Charles, what do you what do you think of the contact with Max on the track? Ah, nothing, just a racing incident. <laughs> just a racing incident.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but maybe this if will actually. <coughs> do you think Max will actually look back on this and be like, "Man, I kept doing the same thing, and I kept falling for Charles." you know, moves. Do you think he's actually gonna change his style based on like what happened there?
0: Well here's the thing. It came up, like his engineer said, Max you can try overtaking in turn four next time. Like his engineer literally told him, Have you ever like, why don't you think about doing turn four? And Max came back and said, Because I can't follow him through turn one close enough. Oh. Uh-huh. So he said I have to do turn one because I can't follow him through turn one close enough to keep up with him to actually have a chance at turn four. Yeah. So that's why he had to go for that. <clears throat>
2: right.
0: See, yep. Yeah. I watch enough TikTok to actually know what happened, Calvin, so. <laughs> you got that valid <laughs> source. Get the valid so, source. Well, this, this was a video of, like, them actually saying it.
1: Uh-huh. So, Bryce, mm-hmm. we've sort of skipped our junk collector of the week, but I'm thinking that's got to go to McLaren. I was more thinking the Red Bull Powertrain.
2: I was thinking Mercedes power unit yeah. or Red Bull uh, power train. Yeah, or, or Red Bull. No, uh, there's Red a Bull.
0: lot. There's a lot. <laughs> Red I Bull was reliability. Thinking NASCAR in general.
2: I think uh, I think we get like multiple. It was a collected. great
1: weekend of racing, and a trash weekend of racing all in
0: the same weekend. You could say no, it was it, pretty it was junky. A great. It was a great three-quarters of a day of racing, is what I'll call it. <laughs> there you sure. Go. Um, I will. I think that the junk collector should go to the Red Bull Power Unit, though. That's yeah. what I'm yeah, going to You're right, just because of the choke. Yeah. Uh, now, so, if Red Bull didn't, I
1: would be fighting for it to go to McLaren. Oh, but, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. You're, Don't you're remind you're right. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To have a driver second and fourth going into the last five laps... It's and then come eight, out with deep zero deep. points. Come out with zero points. Oh man, that what an L. Oh. <laughs> All
0: right, fellas, Jeez. IndyCar time. Oh yes. So, we actually don't have a buffer for this. Yeah. Banana oh, banana. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get
1: into it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that was a- It was actually not a bad race.
0: How much of it did you watch?
1: The whole thing. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, no. False, because I recorded. I had to pause the Formula One race for a little bit, so so I had it recorded, and then I finished the Formula One race, and then went immediately to IndyCar, and we were. It
0: was about forty laps in. I actually but, had but in, uh, IndyCar on NBC. Reply to me on Twitter. Actually, what? Yeah, because. They tweeted out a thing saying, we're live now. And I said, give me two seconds. F1 is on. And, <laughs> and I said, and I also am skipping my studying for my exam for this. And they came back and said, one plus one equals two. You're good for the exam. We're during pre-race right now. You still have time for F1 to finish. We got you covered. <laughs> Yo. And I was like, thank you. So when I switched over, because I watched a little bit of the post-race, it was like lap 10 of the IndyCar. car. Oh my God. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, so it was actually a really really good race for Texas.
1: Yep. Yep. It and it, it's it's kind of wild because for whatever reason this year, I saw this stat, there was way more passes in Texas this year than in any other year. Last year, for the whole race, there was 150 passes. And this mm-hmm. year, at ha- at the halfway mark there was like 260. That's crazy. Wow.
0: Like that's insane. I actually so it, it was a good race. Speaking of passing, I watched this clip on TikTok of Kyle Kirkwood on a restart. He passed 10 cars in a lap and a half. <laughs> wow. Okay, all on the outside. Jesus. Jeez. Yeah, it was insane. Like, and this guy's a rookie, by the way. His second effort IndyCar race. And he passed 10 cars like they were standing still. Like, yeah. the uh, In this race track, the problem is, is Calvin, I don't know if you know, but in IndyCar, NASCAR sprayed down a Texas Motor Speedway PJ1, which is a very weird compound to try and yeah. get a second lane of racing going. Yeah, you've
2: been talking about that, yeah.
0: And the problem is that with IndyCar, it causes them to spin out super easily. Uh-huh. So it's became basically a one-lane racetrack, one and a half maybe. So to actually go to the outside of someone is super ballsy, and for Kyle Kirkwood to do it for a lap and a half and pass 10 people on the outside was just insane.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's that's wild.
0: So, so I mean, I,
1: I've got I've got two things to talk about for IndyCar, and then you can talk about whatever you want, Bryce. Yep. But Calvin, mm-hmm. do you want the act Like, I'm going to talk about both, but what do you want to hear about first? The actually impressive thing or the not-so-impressive thing? Uh, uh, uh,
2: Actually oppressive
1: Okay Santino Ferrucci This man Wakes up in the morning At 9am and is told He's racing today mm-hmm. And then he goes Starts the race in last Place <clears throat> And finishes in ninth Jesus that is wild. Like, what a day for him. Mm. He... It was, honestly, it was incredible driving. I don't know if you saw much of him, Bryce, but I, I was mean, impressed. I
0: just keep my tongue... I bite my tongue because I have something to say, but I want you to finish, then I'll say it. Oh, go for it. I mean, Santino Ferrucci has got... He's got... He's the guy, I'm pretty sure, that was... Uh, remember... I think it was Connor Daly called about earlier, Calvin, of the guy that got kicked out of racing in Europe. That's also Santino Ferrucci. Oh,
1: Listen, listen,
0: I'm not talking about his his character or anything, but that race was impressive. And he's also the guy that Josh Berry flipped off with a double bird last year at uh, Phoenix and NASCAR. (laughs) (laughs) So... That's how I know Santino Ferrucci, and that's why I'm kind of laughing. Because don't get me wrong, it's a great drive. Don't, like Great drive, great driving, insane that he got up in the morning. It was like, I'm in an Indy car now. But one, he got kicked out of racing in Europe. Two, he's not a rookie in Indy car. He's, like, he's raced in these before. So it's not, it's obviously hard to get into someone else's car. You're in someone else's seat type deal. Maybe they got it switched over, I don't know. So it's obviously hard to do that. But at the same time, it's like, well, he has raced in it before. So it is impressive, but it's not... Yeah, If he well, won I the mean, race, I would have been insane.
1: His last car that he drove was like, uh, I don't know what they're called, but they're those like dirt racer kind of buggies. Oh, the one where he flipped pretty it? Much, yeah, that was his last race, and that was a while ago.
0: Yeah, it was at the uh, Chili Bowl, which is the biggest dirt track racing nationals in America, and that's like the one that Chris Bell and Kyle Larson always win.
1: Oh. Yeah, and and he wrecked pretty hard, and he hasn't raced since. And then to just get a call at nine in the morning, I don't know. It that's it's impressive. It's it, impressive. Uh, say I, I'm say lie. what you will about his character, about anything, doesn't doesn't matter. It's impressive.
0: I'm not saying about his character. I just find it funny. Yeah, cool. yeah.
1: Now, the thing that's not so impressive, but it's like. I guess it's impressive for him is Mr. Jimmy Johnson. He got his first ever top 10 in IndyCar. So it's it's impressive for him but at the same time it's like
0: t- took a little while. Uh, it, I don't know. Okay, here. I'm going <laughs> to I I don't like Jimmy Johnson. I'm going to throw that out first. Can't believe I'm defending this guy, man. I hated this guy for so much of my life. He was thrown he's gone into a car that he's never been in before. He's not uh he was never in an open wheel car before. And he was on road courses, which at the time in NASCAR they did two road courses a year. Okay? Yeah. Meaning sure. he has no experience in these cars, no experience in sequential shif- shifters, no experience in an indie car whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So obviously he's gonna be pretty shit on the road courses at IndyCar. But now he's on yep. the ovals, and this is where he made his bread and butter. So I was... It's a good race for him. About the ovals, that, that good, actually is true. It's a good, good race for him. Very impressive. But I can see why this is, is only his first top 10. Makes sense yeah. to me. That's where I'm coming from with that.
1: Well, no, it makes sense. But I guess it just... I don't know. It, it, it's just... The, the fact that it took a while to get any top 10. I don't, I don't know. It's just, no. I see
0: where you're coming from. I agree. Like, yeah, you should have had a top 10 by now, but at the same time, yeah. it was road courses. So I can kind of see why he did it. I'm just yeah. playing devil's advocate.
1: Yeah, no, it's fair. It's fair.
0: Uh, speaking, but anyways, of, that's, that's all I had to say. So, yeah. All right. So, you go. All right. uh, Devlin Francesco, rookie out of Canada, by the way, not proud to have him say he's a Canadian. Um, <laughs> He wrecked, he, he caused three different wrecks this race, and it was it was awful. Like, he punted, I think Kirkwood, he punted someone else, and then he ended up taking out uh, both Graham the Rahal took out. and Elio yeah. Castroneves by going for a boneheaded three-way move. <laughs> and I'm honestly surprised Elio didn't go over and kick his ass right then and there, because you could tell he wanted to.
1: Of what? Well, they interviewed both guys, and one of them was like pissed, and I then the other one Leo. was like, "Yeah, it happens." <laughs> yeah, so I think it was, it was definitely Leo two that different was perspectives.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I mean, he's got a Spartan up kind of deal. Uh, fuel saving—that was actually a huge part of this race. Um, they were talking about Renas VK, who was. Um, probably a contender for the win until he had to pit off cycle same with Colton Herta, and the two of them had to save an insane amount like when they came over the radio and they're like these are the numbers you have to get to and I think Colton Herta went what that's like not possible
1: <laughs> Yeah,
0: and that's pretty what VK said too and I'm pretty sure that VK finished 11th and Herta like 9th or something so the two of them are like 6th actually I think Herta was actually solid way up maybe 5th I don't know but still that was mad impressive for the way he's saving like that especially if they come over the radio and go what how am I supposed yeah. to save that Exactly.
1: And, well, and he even made a pretty strong push towards the end of the race-ish. He yeah. was in the lead for a little while.
0: Yeah, but he... Uh, which one, VK or... VK, VK. Yeah, VK was in the lead, but that's when he had to start saving fuel, so he had to back up. Yeah, out. exactly. Um, and then Joseph Newgarden, I think he led literally an eighth of a lap, if I'm not <laughs> mistaken, and he won the race. Yeah. Wow. So we haven't even talked about the best part of this race yet, Kyle, which is the ending, which was he just set up Scott McLaughlin I mean, Scott McLaughlin led almost the entire race and half of it, and he literally waited for him to get the lap traffic and made a move on the outside that was a perfect move on a teammate and you could tell that see that Scott McLaughlin was like, oh my god, I just got absolutely destroyed But <laughs> It's a defeat in his eyes <laughs> But he still went to victory lane and props to Scott McLaughlin, he handled that like a true champ and went up like, yeah, that was a great move, I got no issue with it, because remember, these guys are teammates, right? this isn't like a rival he went up man and the two of them were laughing in victory lane so it was great to see yep for sure so I was I was a big fan of that like you know Scott McLaughlin handled with class you gotta remember this guy's like a six time Australian V8 supercar champion this guy's no rookie yep he's not like your typical average rookie and he's having a great year and I wouldn't be surprised if he's like a championship contender at the end of it him Colton Herta, Alex Pillow I feel like Scott Dixon those are the big four for me Maybe a new garden. New garden seems to always stick around. Yeah. So I didn't even hear anything of Mister Roman Grosjean. Uh, he had it. He had an engine blow. I think.
1: Did he really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I think should. that he blew an engine or something. Yeah. So yeah. I I think He's that's pretty, pretty fun well. to watch. Fellas, these episodes are going to get long because we cut NASCAR super short, around right over an hour. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. this is
2: also longer, like a really long F one, because like the first race.
0: True,
1: and IndyCar doesn't happen as often as the other ones, so... That's true. We won't always have something to talk about.
0: Well, fellas, I think that's it for today.
1: I'm out of stuff. That's all I got. I'm out of yep. rants.
2: <laughs> Save some for next week. Oh,
1: how about that playoff system? Shut the oh fuck
0: up. Oh my thing. god, it's <laughs> too late for that. <laughs> I ended it. Yep.
1: Peace. See you.
2: See ya.
0: Best
1: podcast ever. but wouldn't you rather be screwed with fresh tires Yeah I will literally throw my shit against the wall like <laughs> I <laughs>